I am Monica Joy, founder of Assistance in Mind, AIM, a networking space for assistance worldwide, from virtual, executive, administrative, and personal assistance across all industries, sharing experience and building a community for growth and opportunity. Get involved, stay relevant. Get the latest from our hundreds of resources, from blogs, articles, ebooks, our forum, and a trending podcast. Interact with the community and get involved. Thank you for tuning into this podcast and for keeping assistance in mind. Okay, we're here with another AIM podcast, and this is Monica, and I'm here with Katie today. Katie, would you like to go ahead and introduce yourself? Let us know where we can find you online and all that good stuff. My name is Katie. Like I said, I'm based in Scotland, and I'm 24 years old. I am the owner of KLW Socials. You can find me there on Instagram and on Facebook. I started my business fairly recently, actually. I only set it up at the end of April this year and actually only really dived into it in the end of June and start of July due to some family issues. But I'm absolutely loving it so far. The community is inspiring and there's just so much growth to be had within this industry. Awesome. That's great. So you just started. So you're kind of a newbie, you would, I guess, say. Very much so. I had such imposter syndrome when I accepted coming onto this podcast, but I had to step back for a second and think a podcast is something I've always wanted to do within my business, whether that's appearing on the podcast or doing my own podcast. And I just got to think it's just come sooner in my timeline and we don't go in comfort zones. So I'm so excited. Yes, that is very true. When it comes to being a VA, sometimes we have to reach outside of our comfort zones. And no matter what that means, it's different for everybody. 100% comfort zones. And even being a VA is so unique to the person and to what you offer within your business as well, which is why I love it because it's just so varied as an industry. One VA will offer something that someone else doesn't. Someone will go and cater to a different niche to another. And I just find the whole industry so inspiring, so unique. And like I said before, the growth in it is absolutely amazing at the moment. Yes, yes, definitely. So I guess I have a question to start us off. What made you get into VA field? And was it something you did on the side first? Or did you just dive all right in with your VA services that you offer? So I'm not going to lie. I um, stalked a lot of VAs in America and in the UK for about eight months before I did this. I kept saying to myself, is this something I want to do? Is it something that I'd be good at? You know, all the little thoughts you have when you're starting up a business. But there was something that always like kept me going back and looking at the industry. And I was seeing success stories. I was seeing, you know, people making it work part-time, full-time. And I thought this is something that I could do flexibly around me and my life and my partner because my main goal in life is to create a life around my business not to have to you know just have business control my life if that makes sense I want that time freedom I want that location freedom obviously at the moment at the start of a business you don't get as much of that but I'm completely fine with that so yeah, I basically was just a lot of research on heaps of different platforms, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok. It kept coming up on TikTok all the time. And I was scrolling and I was scrolling and I just thought, why should I keep scrolling? Let's just do it. So I have thrown myself in. This is my income, my only source of income. But it's exciting. I feel like it pushes me more. When I know that there's maybe a bill or something that's coming up and I need to pay it, I know, right, okay, I need to go get this. I need to go do this. And it's really fulfilling. I find the job absolutely amazing. Great. That's good to hear. I love it. 
I know a lot of VAs have to take that leap of faith. We've had it on other podcasts where it's just, you have to go all in and you really have to commit yourself and you have to have confidence in yourself. And I'm glad that you're very transparent with us when you said there was some imposter syndrome going on. And a lot of us experienced that imposter syndrome. Can you kind of elaborate how that felt for you and how you overcame it? It's absolutely terrifying, but I feel the way I've overcome it is I am really close with another VA. We're in each other's inboxes the whole time. And as soon as it comes along, I'm like, right, let's go talk to her. Let's get this out. Or I sit and I journal or I just take myself back from the situation. I do a lot of manifestation, things like that anyway. So I use mood switches quite a lot. So if I'm feeling down or if I'm feeling unconfident, you know, I go and do something that makes me feel confident, whether that's listen to music, go for a quick walk, read a book. But I take myself away from the situation, remind myself why I'm doing this. And one thing I'll say about imposter syndrome is, is it's worse when you compare yourself to others. So you just got to like cut that out because comparison kills. You will never be like anyone else because you are unique to yourself. That is your power. So embrace it, run with it. Like, why should you not be here? You've got this. And that's why I've just got to say to myself constantly. Yeah. And you come off so confident and so secure. So I definitely see (laughs) that in you. You are really, you seem like you're really rocking it. And the fact that this is your full-time job and you've made it a business, that's amazing. That is amazing. What advice would you give someone who's kind of on the fence and who kind of has maybe not that much motivation to say, okay, I'm going to take the plunge. I'm going to do it. And they're experiencing those feelings of imposter syndrome, low confidence. They're just not really sure if they're ready. What is something inside that tells you you're ready? What was your defining moment? Find your pain point. So what is it that you are going to be wanting to do this for? You know, obviously you want to be doing this for others and you want to be helping others, but what is this business going to do for you? And this is not a selfish thing to be thinking like this. I will say this now, like it's so obvious that you want to help other people. It's so obvious that you want to give back. You wouldn't be a VA or a social media manager or anything like that if you did it. You know, if you see it as selfishness, be selfish for two seconds and think, what do you want out of this life? What do you need? And how can this business give it to you? Sit down, get clear, get your vision solid, because not only will this help you with the imposter syndrome and taking that action, it'll help you on the days that you have that business anxiety. It'll help you on the days that you're not feeling 100%. If you've got your vision there and you can go back to it, I would say that's very, very important. Knowing who you're doing this for, knowing why you're doing this for you, having your goals set and just knowing that you're taking small steps to that goal is amazing. And to celebrate your small wins, I will say this, like you setting up an Instagram account, a Facebook account, whatever platform account or a business email address, that's a huge first step. Celebrate it. You would celebrate this in someone else's business. So why not celebrate it in yours? And this will help with the imposter syndrome. Celebrate the first money you make, the first client you have, the first, I don't know, first discovery call you have. Celebrate it all. And I feel that definitely helps with that motivation on getting going for sure. You've just got to say, do you know what? I just need to do it. You get to a point where you get fed up with your own excuses and you just do. I agree. I know when I started out doing VA, it was a lot of back and forth. I was like, am I ready? Am I not ready? It's like, I thought I can never be too prepared. So I have to be prepared for every little thing that goes on. But once I actually dived into it and I said, I'm going to turn my side hustle into something full time, I couldn't prepare for everything. 
What do you have in terms of advice for those VAs who say, well, I have to take this class, I have to get this certification, I have to do this, I have to do that, because they're trying to over-prepare? No, because you can't prepare, just like you said. I was like that. I thought that I'd have this smooth, plain sailing with my Instagram, setting it up, loving the branding. Well, no, actually, I hated my branding within a month. I was bored of making my content because I didn't enjoy my branding. So I did rebrand. But that's not something I envisioned. I prepared about three months worth of content, but within a month found it really boring and it wasn't connecting with my clients or my niche. You can't over-prepare. I feel within the world of VAs and social media management, because I know that with myself, even though I'm a VA, I do a lot of social media management. You'll find that sometimes the two sometimes tie in together. You can't be prepared. There's constant updates in the world. There's constant ways people move. You don't know how your business is going to go the next day, but you also don't know how your client's business is going to go. So you can't be too over-prepared. There's nothing wrong with being organized. I'd say don't focus on just getting stuck on the learning because you will learn as you go. I like that. I like how you said there's a difference between being prepared and being organized. And Progress that over perfection every day. Progress over perfection. I like that. I like that. That's a gem right there. I think it's very important for us to distinguish the two because being prepared is one thing, but being organized, that's kind of a way of how you do your processes and procedures on a day-to-day basis. So I really appreciate that because you can prepare all you want, but at the end of the day, if you're not organized, you're going to have a client come to you and you're going to be thrown off balance because you're like, I prepared for this, I did this, I did that. But because your thought process wasn't organized, because your logistics weren't organized, what's going to happen is you're going to be thrown off kilter. And when you're thrown off kilter, that's going to take a blow to your confidence. I've been there. I've done it. I've made those mistakes. And I would say one of my superpowers is being organized. And I thrive off organization. What's one of your superpowers? Oh, that is a hard one. <laughs> that is a hard one. I'm not very good at that part where you have to start like being good to yourself, very good about speaking good of others. But when it comes to myself, and this is the whole imposter syndrome that we're talking about, is just getting comfortable with talking about obviously your superpower. I would say mine is organization as well. Every single morning I get up and I have my morning cup of coffee and I sit and I make a to-do list. Exactly what I need to do for the day. And then I've also got a diary that if I'm at home and I'm not traveling or on holiday, I use the paper diary and I have it color coded into the things that I do. Now, do not get me wrong though. I do not block out every single hour of the day. I can see though, when I have my spare time, I can see that say at 10 a.m. if something happened and I had something else on, I can switch it around. You've got to be adaptable with organization as well. I agree. Adaptability, that's going to be key to your success. And that's a superpower in itself. So you might have a couple of superpowers going on, (laughs) which I can definitely appreciate. (laughs) I can definitely appreciate. And I know a lot of VAs come in to the industry thinking they have to have a certain niche or they have to have a certain target audience. But I know one thing that I learned with my superpower is that being organized and being efficient, it doesn't matter what niche you're in. It's really all about that client relationship that you have. So let's dive into some of the client aspects of it. When a VA is onboarding or they're having their first discovery call with their client, what are some tips that you can give them? I would really treat it as if you're having a coffee in person. 
like do not put too much pressure on it. You are finding out if this person is a good fit for you. And if you are a good fit for them. Also, one thing I will say is if they decide not to go with you, that's not on you. You're not to everyone's liking. They are making space for your dream clients because this right. is something that I found quite hard to begin with when I wouldn't have someone turn up for a discovery call. I would take it personally. I'd be like, what have I done wrong? What is wrong with my business? Absolutely nothing. Nothing's wrong with my business. There's nothing wrong with me. So discovery calls is very much, you want to find out what do they need from you? What are their pain points in their business? Are they struggling with time management? Are they finding that when they're going home after their business day or even through the business day, are they just overloaded with tasks that they can't take a step back? You need to be asking them these questions. Like, What is it that they want to do from you? But you also want to be telling them what you can do for them, which is why you should know what pain points you're wanting to help with because then you can talk to the client confidently. I like that because it's really about solving a problem for them. Oh, 100%. And not every single discovery call is going to be the same. You're going to have different tasks from different people. You may have someone who wants you, let's say, just to do their social media. You may have someone who wants to do bookkeeping and social media. You may want someone to do bookkeeping, phone calls and social media. That's fine. Do you know what I mean? But you need to find out what it is that they're needing help with and how you can offer that help to them. Also, finding out their budget. Oh, budget is important. Yes, yes, yes. Being how you can work. Because like I said, the VA industry is so different. Some people work on hourly, some people work on packages. So what can you offer to them that sits in their budget that is also worthwhile your time? Because obviously you don't want to be taking stupidly small hours to be able to fit their budget as such. If that is the case, do you know what? That's fine as well. But you need to come up with a boundary for yourself as well as them. I like that. We definitely talk about boundaries a lot on this podcast. We recently talked about how we just need that work-life balance with boundaries. We need to be able to say no to clients because we don't work for you. We work with you. Exactly that. So remember that you need to take control and your power back in difficult situations. Now, this is hard. This is really hard to do. But I feel like if you have a good community within the industry that you're in and you can turn to other VAs or social media managers for advice and support, then amazing because they know exactly what you're on about. They know exactly your pain points as well because they've been through it as well. So find yourself a business buddy. There you go. I like that. A business buddy. That is really key because when you have someone where you can bounce ideas off of and get advice from, because sometimes we think we're in this alone. And so when you have someone that you can go to and it's a non-judgment area, because it's like, we're both going through the same things. We understand what we're going through. Being a business owner can be alone. So having a community and having, like I said, business buddies is good for you. You know, it doesn't always have to be about business. You know, you end up being friends with these people. But you know that they'll be there if you need some advice. Like, do not get me wrong. My family and my partner, they are so supportive of my business. It was just amazing. But going on about things like hashtag strategy to them on Instagram, they don't know what I'm on about. And that's completely fine. Because <laughs> they for social media. So I need to go to my business buddy for that. There you go. There you go. Exactly. It's just a different outlet for a different type of conversation that friends and family might not be privy to. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. With having a business buddy... How does someone find one? Like, okay, you're saying, okay, get a business buddy, but how do I go about finding one? And what are some tips and tricks you can give us? 
So when I started out my business, I very much was following VAs and social media managers, but on my personal Instagram. So when I started my page, there was this this one girl's profile that stood out and I just decided to put my ego and my pride aside one day. And I messaged her and just said, look, I absolutely love your feed. You know, it stands out to me. You inspire me. I hope you don't find this too weird. And I look forward to hearing from you. And that's how it went. And yeah, we've talked since. And she's helped me get things together that I needed. She helped me with my contract. You know, I've helped her with a couple of bits behind the scenes as well, which is amazing. So just find people, you know, use your hashtag VAs in. So for me, I do VAs in Scotland, VAs in the UK. You could do Mm -hmm. VAs in LA, VAs in California, wherever you are, just VAs in. Go through those hashtags. Who stands out to you? Be genuine. Like if you don't like their page, don't message them and say you like their page. But all it is, is, you know, acting with these people like you would with your friends. Go and support their posts. Go and message them. Go and reply to their stories. And you slowly build up that friendship and that trust. I like that. That's very interesting because I know when I started, I was so new to the whole VA scene that I wasn't sure like, oh, am I going to fit in with other VAs? Am I going to be able to keep up with whatever trend is going on? Because there's so many things that changes when you're a VA, right? Like in the industry right now, we're talking about hashtags, social media management, whatever niche you go into and adaptability and organization, right? So it's really important that you keep your ear to the ground and you do connect with a couple of people because it helps keep you relevant, right? Oh, 100%. I will just say though, as well as don't overwhelm yourself though, with heaps of different people because you will start comparing. And like I said before, Mm -hmm. good advice for them may not work for you. What they're doing may not even be relevant to what you're doing. So I will just say is, you know, don't compare yourself just because their post did really, really well. And let's say yours got a couple of likes. It doesn't mean anything in the grand scheme of things. It just may not be right for your audience. It's easy to compare. Obviously, be inspired. But I'd say try not to compare yourself to others because that's where you halt yourself. You get swamped with these ideas. You're trying to recreate other people's content. You're trying to recreate other people's strategy, their plans. And that's just not for you because it's not you at the end of the day. Right. I agree. I totally agree with that. We have to embrace our own uniqueness, who we are and what we do as individuals and that what makes us a unique brand. 100%. And that's what's going to attract a client to you is that you're going to be who you are and you're going to attract the right kind of clients that are going to be your cup of tea, right? Exactly. Because you just, you want to be yourself and a fantastic way of showing you and your personal life and building trust with your audience and potential clients is your stories on Instagram. These are amazing little snippets of your day-to-day life and they don't have to be overcomplicated. It can be something as in the morning you post your morning coffee. Then what you're up to through the day, even if you're working, you can post some behind the scenes, let people have a little bit of an insight to you, because at the end of the day, there are a lot of VAs. Why are they coming to you? Right. They come to you because of your energy, because of who you are, because of the trust you've built with them. So you want to show that on your business profile as well. So that kind of leads me into a question. How do you stand out from other VAs? Like if I'm a new VA coming onto the scene, how do I really differentiate myself from others on the scene? And how am I going to stand out? What makes me different? Yes, I'm being my individual um, self and I'm being unique to myself. But at the same time, are there things that I can do deliberately and intentionally to make me stand out to a client? I would definitely say do the research into who you're going to be. 
So there's no point in posting one thing if it's going to be the complete opposite to who you want to attract. I'm still very much a small account on Instagram. I've just hit 240 followers and I'm over the moon. But I've just started rebranding. I very much don't focus on my numbers of followers rather than focusing on the engagement that I'm getting with them. You want to be engaging and you want to be messaging these people, talking with these people on your socials, wherever that may be. But you want to be doing it genuinely. You don't want to be cold calling. You don't want to be just sending a random inbox and being like, hi, I'm a VA. This is what I offer. Let me know if you want a discovery call and you can sign up to my package starting at this an hour. No one wants that. No one appreciates it. So take your time with people. Get to know them. How would you like to be talked to? How would you like to see that comment? How would you like to see that message? Also, another thing that slapped on massively is word of mouth. You know, Mm, talk to people about the fact that you're a VA. My first client messaged me on Instagram, but she found out from word of mouth who I was because I was about it. And just be proud of it. You know, you'll always get the uh, people that be like, oh, you work on social media. Do you earn any money? I just shut it down. Yes, I do. It's my job. It's my business. (laughs) I like that. Let them think what they think. It is what it is. But keep talking about it. At the end of the day, this is something you have made. You've created it. So you should be proud. So when you're in your nail salon or you're in getting your hair done or you're in getting your groceries and someone says to you, what do you do? Oh, I'm a virtual assistant. And a lot of people go, wait, what's that? And you're just like, oh, it's a PA, but online. So it doesn't matter where my clients are. What else do you offer? Okay, this is what I do. Just talk about it. It's no different than if you talked about your normal office job or your retail job or your bar job. Okay, nice. So now we're getting into that awareness. How do we make people aware of our brand? So we have word of mouth. What are some other tips and tricks to really get that out there? To get like, I'm a VA, I'm out here. So say I've exhausted my word of mouth referrals. What are some other things that I can do to really get my platform up and running? Obviously, you can do the things that you're doing for your clients. You could do emails. You could create maybe a course or a free downloadable package. You could, you want to be given value. You could use Reels. One thing that I found at the moment is I've been using Reels. Now, my Reels that I've been to do with my VA business have not done as well. They've got maybe up to a thousand views. That's amazing still. But the Reels as a 200 followed account, that have done really well. They're getting about 6,000 views. It's all about mindset, but I'm still getting traction into my page. Now you're probably thinking now like, oh, well, she's a VA. Why is she talking about manifestation? And you know, why is she giving out daily affirmations? Well, that's who I am. I do my affirmation. I do my daily affirmations. So it still links to me. If you then go onto my stories, you see that I do these things. You see that I do my gratitude. So don't always think that you, you know, Your profile has to just be, you know, services, 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 services. No, it does not. You know, go and make a mini vlog of little snippets throughout your day. Pop a sound onto it and pop it up. You know, these are all different ways. Like, how are your clients getting traction? Look at that. Take a step back. Not everything's going to work the same for me than it does to you. So I just feel like experimenting all the time is a good way to go for it. You know, I've got a Facebook page now. I thought my Facebook page was going to do amazing. But it's got a lot less traction, followers rise than my Instagram. But the traction on the post are really good. It's still reaching a high reach. So it's just about experimenting, finding what works for you, finding what works for your business. Go and have a look at other VAs. Take inspiration. Once again, don't compare, but take inspiration. You know, TikTok's huge. Instagram's huge. Facebook. And all I'll say is, though, if you don't feel confident showing your face, because there is people who don't, just don't show your face yet. 
don't get hung up being like you have to show your face no you don't you can be an introvert and still have a successful business I like that you can be an introvert and still have a successful business that is important because there are some people who are shy. There are some people who just don't like being in front of the camera. And then there are some people who just don't have the confidence yet. So I think it's very important that they know that if you do a reel, you don't always have to be in front of the camera. Eat no. yourself in front of the camera. Yeah. When you're ready to do it, do it. If it doesn't feel right, it doesn't feel right. Don't pressure yourself into it. Obviously, you want to be stepping out of comfort zones and there, you may feel a bit of pressure, but you'll know the difference between stepping out that comfort zone pressure and the bad kind of pressure. And you right. don't want to do exactly. that. It's exactly. your business. You don't need to make yourself feel bad. This is the right. thing I can say. Like, you're in control. If you need to take a step back for whatever reason that is, if you need a break for whatever reason that is, you step back and take that break. You step back from that activity. You know, you make yourself feel comfortable in your own business. Remember, you own your business. You don't work for a boss. You are your boss. I like that. You don't work for a boss. You are your boss. Yeah. And that's what's one of the things that makes a virtual system valuable is you're not just seen as an employee or a worker, right? A piece of staff, right? You're seen as a partner, as a collaborator. Exactly that. And it can be hard at the start to realize that of yourself. Because you're like, oh, I've got the contract signed and I've got the money in my bank. Now I need to do what they want, which is amazing because obviously you're here to serve your customers. But like this comes back to the boundaries. If they're asking a ridiculous amount of you and it's not working or you need to cut down the hours or you've been told, right, you want to do X, Y and Z this week. And they're suddenly giving you an extra 26 things to do and it's not going to work in the time frame. You need to be able to say, actually, no this is the case. I'm happy to rework some things. This is what we could do instead. And it's hard at first because obviously if you had a boss in any other industry go, right, we need to do this, this and this, you're going to do it right? because you could get fired, but you are the boss of your business. Obviously there's ways to go around it that you want to approach it in the right way, but you have a lot more control over what you can say no to and setting those boundaries up when you are your own boss. I like that. We have the power to say no. And yeah. that's liberating. Yeah. Saying no is not a bad thing. I'm a very much a yes person and I am a people pleaser. I'm getting out of it a bit more. But, you know, I used to say yes to everything. Could you do this? Yes. Can you do this? Yes. Could you do this? Yes. And, you know, I wouldn't say, oh, no, actually, I can't do that. Oh, no, actually, I don't want to do that. And this would be in any aspect of my life. And it just causes burnout. So enjoy saying no. And it's difficult at first, but just start saying no to the little things and then work your way up. Build yourself up. But saying no is so powerful and it helps you so much, especially with your own growth, your own personal growth outside your business. I agree. And I like how you touch base on burnout. Mm -hmm. a yes, man, you're going to get burnt out really fast. Have you ever been in that situation where you got burnt out as a VA? Oh, 100%. 100%. And that's because I just didn't step back from my business. So like I said before, I started my business in April and then we had some family health issues that came up. So that needed my full focus. Now, instead of giving that my full focus, I was trying to juggle that, trying to juggle normal business, like normal life, my business and everything. And I burned out because I should have just taken that wee step back from my business and gone, right, okay, you know, cut down on the clients a wee bit cut down on this side of it a little bit as well. And I just didn't. Um, I think it's really easy not to prioritize yourself. You've got to do that. You know, so tips for not burning out, go and set on your phone, especially iPhones. Um, I'm not sure about Androids, but I'm assuming they'll have this option. You've got your sleep mode. So at a certain time of night, your phone will turn on sleep mode 
and you won't get the notifications. Now, my phone does that at 9.30 at night because I don't want to be getting messages and notifications at 9.30 at night. Right, I, exactly. know I will be going and I will be working. Like, it's okay. So you want to, let's say, the odd night, you suddenly get this rush of inspiration and you sit down and you work. That's amazing. As long as you want to do that, don't ever feel pressured into the work. If you know that it's outside your normal business hours then don't feel the pressure. The other joy about owning a business is you can start when you want. You're not in a nine till five. If you want to start at 6am in the morning and finish at, I don't know, nine in the morning and then have a full day off, you can do that. If you want to start at 10am in the morning and finish at two, you can do that. If you want to start at 10am in the morning and finish at 10pm at night, you can do that. You can take off the days. You can do it. Just make sure you're having that balance. Otherwise you will reach burnout. Definitely. Yes. I like that finding that balance and that sweet spot, so to speak, where where you have your life at the same time, but you also have your work. And it's very beneficial because we talk about this on the podcast a lot about self-care when you're a VA and that's really important. And you've done some things that's with the affirmations, with the manifesting, the whole mindset atmosphere that you're approaching And it's really relevant because I think when you're a VA or just when you're an entrepreneur working for yourself, regardless of what that role is, what hat you wear, it's going to be important to take time for yourself so you don't get that. Oh, yeah. 100%. And taking time away from your electronics. Oh, that's a good one. If you're going to take your electronics with you, like I said, have those boundaries. So for instance, if you know when you need a break, your eyes get heavy, your head gets sore, you're starting to get cranky. And if you've got back pain as well, do you know what I mean? Stand up and go take a little walk, even if it's just for five minutes away from your desk. Or take yourself outside, even if it's just for a 15 minute walk to the shop or around the block, get some fresh air. It helps. Go and listen to a podcast. Also, if you don't want to go listen to the podcast, fine. Go listen to your favorite music. Listen to this podcast, this podcast. (laughs) But just do you, really, no pressure. On that break, you need to go and get that break for you. Do you, no work. What makes you feel good? You know what makes you feel good, so go do that. Exactly. Like I said, we have to find that sweet spot, and that sweet spot could be defined as so many ways. Sweet spot for everyone is so different. My sweet spot could be having a cup of coffee. And sitting nice. on the sofa with no electronics, just sitting with me and my cat. Uh, your sweet spot could be going out with your dogs for 10 minutes. Do you know what I mean? You just don't know. It's different for everyone. So don't ever compare your kind of breaks and sweet spots and manifestation and gratitude and affirmations to anyone else's. It's unique to you. Right. I like that. And you mentioned that before, how when you have your business buddy don't have too many because you then you start comparing yourself to others. And yeah. same with the sweet spot is making sure that yours is unique to you, celebrates you, liberates you, yeah. and really is unique with what you have, your abilities. So I like that. I definitely like that. And that's what helps make each virtual assistant valuable. And yeah. it really helps define who you are as a virtual assistant. When you're able to identify things that you know that work for you. And I know that's part of self-discovery as a VA because we really have to sit down with ourselves and say, these are our boundaries. This works for me. Yes, I've gotten some tips and tricks and advice from other people, but this is what works for me. Yeah, exactly. You've got to embrace it. You've got to own it. 
Exactly. You've got to own it. You have to own it. And I know when I first started out, it was very intimidating. Like even saying no, like I can't say no, because what if they say, okay, well, I can find someone who says yes. <laughs> okay. Go find someone who says yes. It's a brutal mindset, but sometimes you've got to just take it on. Yeah. Otherwise you can't say yes to everyone. Let's say you've built your business to the point that you're getting inquiries every single day. And each inquiry wants you to be doing 10 hours a week. You can't say yes to everyone. You'll have no life. You'll be burnt out. You do not have the physical hours in the day. So learn to say no now. So when you are in that stage of your business where you can be selective and you are being selective, you can say no easier. Right. I like that. And there are also some aspects that I appreciate about being a VA is that we really work at our own pace. You're not working at the client's pace. You're working at your pace. Would you elaborate a little bit more on that? Because I know being a new VA, we don't understand what that means. And it doesn't mean not catering to the client. It's just when you have your own business, you're working at your pace and you're calling the shots based on what you know and based on your expertise. Exactly that. So this comes, I think, into two parts. So you really need to sit down and work out how many hours you want to work a week, how many hours you want to work a month. Now, how is this going to match your income, right? Let's say, so for instance, so the average starting rate in the UK is £20 an hour to £25 an hour. That's your average starting. So let's say you're wanting £100 per week. You know that you're going to have to do five hours per week. So that's 20 hours per month. You've broken that down. Now, when a client's asking about what you can offer them, you can offer them within those hours. So they may want heaps of hours off of you. If you're not ready to commit to that, that's fine. You offer the hours you are ready to commit to. You know, if you're wanting to take on several different clients, make sure you're not giving all your hours just to one client. Also, the other way of working at your own place is basically breaking down your client's expectations. Really important. So you could have a client that comes to you that says they want, I don't know, 20,000 new followers within the next month and they've got 100. Let's face it. If you're having to rebrand their whole profile, if you're having to go make new engagements, build up their followers, it may not be all that feasible to do. Right. So you want to make a plan that works for you and that works for your client's needs. Then you may have to say to them, it's going to take a bit longer than you want. This may take a bit more time. This is either going to need to involve a lot more hours so I can dedicate fully to your goal, or you're going to have to extend this time period. So once you've established how much you want to work or how much you want to earn, you can break that down into micro goals. Then you know what you can offer your client and how you can meet their goals as well. That's true. That is very true. One question that we get a lot from the AIM community is, how do I set my prices? The going rate in the UK, you start at 10 pounds, but how do I know if that's enough for me to actually make a living off of? What are some tips that you could give people to help them set that price? So remember your hourly rate when you start. It's just your starting hourly rate. You can raise your prices and you will raise your prices once you've got more experience and more clients. Especially within the UK, it's £20 starting rate and you can raise up to anywhere up to £40 an hour. Now, you may not want to do hourly and you may want to do packages. Amazing. But all I'll say is do your market research when deciding on what you want to start with on your hourly or package rating. This isn't comparison. This is knowing what else is out there. And if you're either overpricing or if you're completely undercutting yourself, you don't want to do that either. It's all about the research. It's all about the research. You need to throw yourself into this, but you also need to know what else is out there. So don't price yourself too low. Don't price yourself obviously ridiculously high. 
once you've got the experience and once you've got more clientele, you can definitely think about raising your prices. If you don't want to start on £20 an hour and you want to start on £30 an hour, amazing. Do that as well. Just research it is the best advice, you know, because every area is different. No, that's some good advice because it's more so about what's competitive. And if you're in the marketing, say you're a VA who specializes in social media management, Mm -hmm. maybe see what other VAs are charging so you don't price yourself out of the box or too much into the box where you're pigeonholed. And it's just like, what did I get myself into? So it's very important to do that research, see what others are charging, see what the industry rate is see what a VA is charging, but then see what a social media manager who might not call themselves a VA is charging. Definitely starting on the hourly. And then, you know, once you've hit your hourly that you don't think you can raise anymore, maybe go into those package prices. You're not confident in going in package prices straight away. Exactly. I appreciate that. That's some good advice because I think a lot of VAs come in and I've seen some who's definitely priced themselves too low and then who's priced themselves too high. And they're wondering, how come I can't get a client? Because sometimes when you price yourself too low, it's so funny. Clients don't want to work with you because they're like, well, you're so cheap. (laughs) What's going on? Exactly. So you need to be matching the general pricing that's going on in your area or, you know, just in the country that you're wanting to base your clients, I'd say. And then just go from there. Really, um, the only thing I'll also say is when you're making up your package pricing is always counting your time that you're going to be putting into this. Don't undercut yourself on your package pricing. So you have a proper research on that as well. I really do just believe like when it comes to pricing is, you know, go on Fiverr, you know, you've got Upwork, you've got all these different sites. You can see what people are charging. You can see how they've been doing it for. You can go on Instagram and a lot of people will have their services up there or be willing to discuss. There's a lot of free resources. You just need to find people who are VA coaches social media coaches you know there's a lot of coaching out there that is free resource that you can find pricing on nice yeah I think a lot of people think I can't afford coaching or I can't because it's not what I thought or it's not what I think it's going to help me or I can't afford it or I don't have time for it right yeah there's so many free resources though TikTok is a great one People share everything on TikTok. They sure do. They sure do. Yeah. So go on TikTok, go on YouTube. YouTube has so many free resources. It's literally like the dictionary for everything now, if you think about it. (laughs) A new yoga pose, or you want to learn a new recipe, or you want to learn a new skill. YouTube, VA coaches, VA coaching. How do I start as a VA? You know, see what comes up, see what works for you. You may not like the videos and that's okay as well. Go and see if there's any blogs you like instead or go and listen to some podcasts. Exactly. There's so many resources out there. So I like how you touch base on podcasts, YouTube. There are just so many things that we can do and research on. It just take the time, invest in yourself, right? A hundred percent. And when we say invest in yourself, it doesn't mean like throwing heaps of money at coaches or paying subscriptions. You know, if you can't afford that, that's fine. If you don't want to pay, that's also okay. Find a free resource that works for you because there's plenty out there. Obviously, if you do want to go and pay for coaching, there's nothing wrong with that either. If you want to pay and go and do a masterclass or a course, go do it. Just find the one that works for you and what's right for you as well. Because like we said, no two VAs are the same. 
Right, exactly. And there's also things where you can find a mentor as well. And usually a mentor, you won't get charged because you're saying, I'm here to help you. I can help you. I can bring value to you. I just want to learn from you. So that's very good. Or even trying to intern for someone who has their own business and say, hey, do you need an assistant? I would love to intern for you for free and really just learn the ins and outs. This is for newbies who are coming in, right? So even though you just started your business, you have a lot going on. Also, remember, you can do things like services for testimonials, services for reviews, things like that. As in like you literally go and work for this person, you go and maybe do a couple of hours, let's say, and they write you a review. And it's an honest review. You ask for genuine feedback. What can you improve? Get a critique, but also get like them to say, what did you do well? This can then be used for the future, whether that's on your social media or on your stories or in your website or client testimonials. This is all things that back you. Just because you've done the work for a testimonial doesn't mean you've worked less hard. Still done the work. This is a great way when you're first starting up and you're wanting to create your reputation. I like Mm -hmm. that you mentioned reputation because it's really, it's a big community, but then it's a really small community. Yeah. So once you have a reputation for something, it's going to be known. Oh yeah, 100%. A VA community. Definitely. So just, you know, if there's someone that you'd really like to work with and you're wanting to build up, let's say, client testimonials or market research or anything like that, do approach them and ask them if they'd be open. There is no harm in it. You know, I know plenty of VAs, especially in the UK, that do do this when they first start out. They get a couple of client testimonials behind them and it does help them a lot. Well, I know we're winding down on the podcast, but this has been so interesting and you've been an amazing guest. Definitely appreciate your time. So I would like to ask, I have probably one or two more questions because it's very important that we get as much information out there because this podcast itself can be a resource to people. So when it comes to mindset, there's so many different types of mindset you can have. But when you're a VA, what's one mindset that you recommend? Oh, a growing mindset. Growth mindset. Nice. Yeah, because... As your business is growing, you're going to be growing alongside it. So you need to be ready for that change. Now, within that growing mindset, right, you've got to imagine yourself, just sit for a second, close your eyes and imagine your higher self. Who is she? Who is he? What do they look like? Who are they? Now you're growing. You're wanting to grow to that. So how are you going to grow to that? We're going to put the steps in place. We're going to take those little steps. Now, this person, you can break it down. Like, so what do you need to do next month? What do you need to do this week? What do you need to do today? to grow to that person. It doesn't need to be like, oh my gosh, in 10 years time, because life doesn't always work like that. We can all make the five-year goals and the 10-year goals and we can stick to them. But at the same time, life happens. Things change. Things that you just, you wouldn't know would happen. And you think, oh, is this actually for me? Or you just change your goals as you change. So the growth mindset, I'd say is key. Growth mindset that you can adapt with. That's good advice. I like that because it's really important to have a growth mindset because you don't want to limit yourself. You don't want to put yourself in a situation where you're not going to succeed or accomplish something because you're limited on your goals. Oh, well, I said I'll do this in six months. If the time has come and it's time for you to make that move, Make the move if it feels exactly. right, if the timing is there and you're confident you can execute it, make oh, the yeah. move. 
A hundred percent. It's like me saying with this podcast, like I have had on my goal boards, and this is something I've imagined in a couple of years time to go on a podcast or to start my own podcast. Now I didn't imagine to have got a message from you guys asking me to be on a podcast this month. And I could have said no. And I did email, I did a message my business buddy and I said, oh my gosh, I don't know if I can do this. You know, I've said yes, but I'm having major imposter syndrome. And she was like, just shush. You've got this. It's a goal of yours. And I was talking to my partner. I was like, I don't know. I should be doing this. I'm so new to the industry. And he was like, and? He was like, they've asked you. It's a goal of yours. Just do it. And I just thought, you know what? With anything else, I would be like, okay, yeah. It's just a bit forward. It's just a bit more now than then. And you've just, sometimes you've got to roll with it. I like how you're that prime example of those goals that, okay, this is a two-year goal, but it came within the first year of you opening up your business, right? So you said, I'm going to go for it. And so with that, how has this experience been being on a podcast, realizing a goal sooner rather than later? Absolutely amazing. I'm over the moon that I've decided to do it. I was nervous at the start, but I'm so calm now. I'm so chill. And, you know, if anyone gets a chance like this, no matter whether it's a podcast or another opportunity, just go for it. Because I can tell you right right now, when the time comes that you were meant to be doing that certain event and you aren't there, you will regret it. You will just be kicking yourself and thinking, you know, I could have been doing this right now. I could have done it. And, you know, you will have that feeling of regret. So just go for it. Challenge yourself. Step out of that comfort zone. You've got nothing to lose. You really don't. The only thing you're going to get is growth from doing these things that scare you. Right. So I love that. So I love ending the podcast on that note, on positive notes. So, Kenny, it was such a pleasure to have you on the podcast. Such a pleasure. I'm so glad that this was your first podcast that you're being on. It's perfect. Well, thank you so much for having me. Oh, I'm absolutely over the moon to be here. So tell us again where we can find you online. Just go ahead, let us know where we can find you online and all those great things. Amazing. So you can find me on Facebook at KLW Socials or you can find me on Instagram at KLW Socials. And that is where I am at the moment. I will be opening a TikTok very soon. And if I do, it will just be under the same name. I'm keeping them consistently the same on every platform that I've got. Very good. I like that. I like that. That consistency. It makes it easier to find yourself. It makes yeah. it easier when you're giving out your information, just like here, you're like, okay, we know exactly where to find Katie. So that's perfect. So stay yeah. tuned for her TikTok. I know it's going to be interesting. I know it's going to be fabulous. And as long as you keep up that growth mindset, Katie, you're going to do very well. And I'm so proud of you being part of this community. It's just great to see people who are great examples, fresh out the gate. So you've done well for yourself. And I appreciate you being on the AIM podcast. And for the AIM community, until next time, this is Monica Joy. 